I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. Hope you had a great weekend. I uh, did a special chat with the listeners in Aftermath.media. It was great to talk with them. We had a great time at that chat. Then I motored off to the Lucky Laboratory and I did a uh, presentation with Richard Gage about 9-11, the comparisons between 9-11 and COVID. And we were talking about predictive programming in this conversation, this gathering of people talking about how when the government is planning something, they plan it for real. In other words, sure, they'll do a drill. They'll do uh, simulations. They'll talk amongst themselves. They'll do filings, the FBI, the CIA. They'll all look into possible scenarios, whether it be asteroids hitting the planet or whether it be a uh, uh, some sort of a, a, a atomic bomb scare, or they they do these plans. They have these war games. They they basically simulate a number of things. And one of the things they did simulate that we learned in this discussion was they did simulate planes crashing into buildings, planes crashing into the Atlanta Olympics, and and that's why when Condoleezza Rice said, "Well, we didn't plan on this," they're lying. There were a lot of plans and, and a lot of uh, documents that showed that they were planning on these things. And, of course, the project for the new American century, Building America's Defenses, talked about a new Pearl Harbor. Well, I remember when uh, when we were all kids, schools would carry out fire drills. And we were taught as Boy Scouts, I'm an Eagle Scout, and we were told, to always have preparedness plans in case of a disaster. We were also told that you should have at least a two-week to two-year supply of food on hand, basically non-perishable food. And in my house, we had nothing but wheat and rice, a few canned things, and my mother would can, like, cherries and chili sauce and things of that nature. And we thought, we're going to live on chili sauce and rice. Oh, and also a battery-operated flour mill that we can make our own bread. But governments, you know, they... They have always prepared as well. But when they prepare and uh, when they run tabletop exercises, they always happening. They, they always seem to happen in real world. And we've learned from events like the 9-11 attacks that groups like FEMA were activated just a day or two before the attack. We also knew of a tabletop exercise called Event 201 where world leaders gathered to discuss the outbreak of a deadly coronavirus. So this was October, and we were well under quarantine after December. So it appears that our government, namely FEMA, the CDC, and other agencies, only practice for something that they think that there is a decent chance it will actually happen. This week, of course, two tests will be conducted that sound rather ominous. The first of these tests will happen in Russia tomorrow. Uh, Vladimir Putin has ordered the very first nationwide nuclear attack exercise in the entire history of his country, and that is making headlines all over the globe. Russia is going to stage its first nationwide nuclear attack exercise across 11 time zones 
in preparation for nuclear war or potential nuclear war. It's scheduled to take place on October 3rd, and we'll see Vladimir Putin's regime present the West as the nuclear aggressor. If Vladimir Putin was entirely convinced that there's zero chance that a nuclear war will happen, he wouldn't have ordered these drills. Obviously, he believes that there is at least a remote possibility that the conflict in Ukraine could spark a nuclear war. The one-day nuclear attack exercise tomorrow, has only been done region by region, will include preparation for the destruction of up to 70% of Russian housing stock and life support facilities. It will assume the scenario that martial law has been introduced in Russia, and that is, well, it's gone through full mobilization. But that doesn't mean that most of the Russian population will die during the attack. Russia has more than 16,000 nuclear shelters, and some of them can hold vast numbers of people. Here in the United States, we have one. It's in Seattle. And at the time it was built, it could hold up to 200 people. So we have to think of places that we can put people if we have a nuclear attack. In November of 1962, only a month after the Cuban Missile Crisis, they made the shelter in Seattle. It was expected to be the first of several fallout shelters across the U.S., but ended up being the only one built in the country. There are makeshift fallout shelters in some places. I remember when I was a kid in our school, Western Hills Elementary School, we had a makeshift fallout shelter, and all that was packed in that fallout shelter were salting salting crackers and sanitary napkins. Barrels of salting crackers, sanitary napkins, all packed in barrels, since 1958 and that's all that was down in this so-called fallout shelter it was it was all made of cement i'm sure it was uh you know well packed in for safety but yeah it, it was just you know they they found areas that they thought would be very you know um tight and and fit structures so that people could go there but no the seattle times reported in 1962 that that Fallout shelter was the nation's first fallout shelter to be built into a freeway. So, of course, we're not likely to hold a nationwide nuclear attack exercise anytime soon because our leaders have fooled themselves into thinking that the Russians would never dare fire their missiles at us. But last week, thousands of Russians were involved in an extensive nuclear combat drill. And so now they have their nuclear test on the third. And, of course, we will be conducting our wireless phone test of the emergency systems, and that'll be on Wednesday, October 4th. The nationwide emergency alert test that will happen one day after the Russians conduct theirs, nationwide nuclear attack exercise, Wednesday afternoon, televisions, radios, and phones all over the entire country will suddenly come alive at 2.20 p.m. Eastern time. Officially, the trial is called the Nationwide Emergency Alert Test, and you'll know it's a test and not an actual emergency because, of course, uh, it's accompanied by an explanation of the test. Meanwhile, we'll tell you more about what's coming up with this and uh, what is going on here on Ground Zero, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. Back with more Ground Zero. Don't go away. 
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.